Welcome to IBS Chat from the IBS Patient Support Group. I'm Jeffrey Roberts, the IBS expert and founder of the IBS Patient Support Group website and social media platforms and creator of World IBS Day, held every April 19th. I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome at age 16 and I've lived with IBS for over 25 years. It's my mission to educate people living with irritable bowel syndrome and to raise awareness about research and treatment options and what it's like to live with IBS. The IBS Patient Support Group is a community to inform and support irritable bowel syndrome sufferers and can be reached at ibspatient.org. Supporting IBS patients is something that I think of every day because the quality of life of an IBS patient and those that support them is very important to me. Ernie Molina is someone who developed IBS after being placed on antibiotic therapy by his dentist for six months after dental implants. His dentist felt that Ernie's gut discomfort could be managed by eating yogurt. This did not work for Ernie. Before the dental work, Ernie described his health as good and enjoyed a wide variety of foods accompanied by his favorite hot sauce. This all changed following the antibiotics. Fortunately, Ernie's wife Mary had developed a bar which had few ingredients due to their daughter Lola needing a gentle snack food. When probiotics were added to the bar, Ernie began to return to a normal life. That's when the Lola Snack Probiotic Energy Bar took off. In my conversation with Ernie and Mary, Ernie tells his story when and how he was diagnosed and how he felt after eating the Lola Snack Bars. Mary shares details about how the bar was developed and plans for the future, including wide distribution of the bar and an interest in a clinical trial to understand why Lola Snack Bars eased Ernie's IBS symptoms. I really enjoyed speaking with Ernie and Mary and love their chemistry. Ernie's story is genuine and it was so empowering to hear how Mary helped ease Ernie's discomfort after lots of doctor visits with surprisingly little success. Here's Ernie and his story. I'm originally from Chile. I was born in Santiago and my family emigrated here. And, you know, it, it has just been uh, a, a great, great place to, to be because it, it is, New York has such an incredible vibe and such a great energy that is comes from that. And I really feed off of that energy. And it hit a, a bad time in, in, our, um, in our life. And we kind of lost everything, went through our nest egg. And I was eating off the dollar menu. I found myself eating off the dollar menu. $2 in my pocket to eat every day. My wife and I, we were denied food stamps at the time. And um, um, that's how, you know, I, I was sitting trying to make ends meet in the commission only job. And I uh, was going hungry 15 minutes later. I came home, my wife had get, made a snack, a bar at the time. And, uh, and when I ate it, I was, it, it, I, I thought it was the most incredible thing that I'd ever eaten. Not feeling too well from what I was eating daily. You know, I, I could now eat something that was nourishing. And right. that was healthy. And I started it, handed it out to, 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 uh, to colleagues at work. And they were like blown away at how simple, but how wonderful it tasted. And this was, you know, back 10 years ago. And, um, and then we went into, you know, we went into manufacturing. We went into, you know, a lot of wonderful things, QVC, just an amazing, amazing journey. And um, what I, I uh, uh, we, we were, uh, I was doing a lot of traveling at the time. And... Uh, to get these into different regions of the country, um, the bars. And um, I had, uh, as, as a younger 
child, I had experienced a skateboarding accident and <laughs> I knocked out my front teeth. So uh, I subsequently kept knocking them out, knocking them out, knocking them out over the years, you know, rough housing, doing, you know, guy things, right? Right. <laughs> and uh, I got to the point where I was wearing prosthetics and those were falling out. I was losing them, <laughs> I was freaking them. And I'm, I'm showing up at meetings uh, with, uh, you know, with no teeth. And uh, my dentist said, hey, you need to uh, sit in this chair for six months so I can fix this. And that's how it, you know, we got to the, uh, to the now present day with the bars. Okay. So you, uh, so it sounds like you're going to describe now how you ended up with, with gut problems and it all stemmed from your uh, dental dentistry work that you did in order to repair your, you know, put in some permanent, uh, teeth. Yeah. So that's a, that's a really interesting story uh so go ahead keep keep telling me more because i'm fascinated by uh, okay. by this so, story so the, the the dentist says hey you have to sit here and i go oh, you know I, I i gotta get up to all the regions of whole foods here this and that and everything you know it was it was just uh, it was an incredible time you know and i sat in the chair and um um i started he started the work and from the first week i started feeling something you know bubbling in my stomach right i was like not feeling well and my dentist said to me he said uh don't worry eat yogurt right and um now was, did he put you on an antibiotic while yeah, doing sorry. he had, he had okay. prescribed antibio uh, antibiotics when when he was rebuilding my 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 top oh and it was the top okay yeah, yeah. so i knocked him out once you know <laughs> i hit the concrete and uh um so he had prescribed these antibiotics so and, do you remember do you remember what it was um uh, yeah it was like amoxicillin there was just different different types that he so it started with the amoxicillin and then it went to a couple different a couple, other um other forms other of forms of antibiotic because i was like hey this is bothering my gut yeah no i'm just i'm curious to know whether he gave you uh, something called flagyl or metronidazole uh or did he end up giving you something like vancomycin that did, one that he gave i got that so you got that at that time as well okay okay so i so he was on and off of anti antibiotics for about a six month period Oh, so boy. that's okay. why they had to keep changing them because your body builds resistance to the antibiotic. And so, um, I, you know, like the first week into it, he was like, I just, I don't feel good. I don't feel right. And I'm like, oh, it's probably something that you're eating, never realizing that it was really affecting his gut health. Like it was killing everything. Right. And me loving hot sauce, you know, what is the go, what is the thing that I love and put on everything? was the hot sauce and I thought it was that. So I was like, well, I'm gonna eliminate, let's eliminate the hot sauce. And I continued to have this issue and the dentist was like, just eat yogurt. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll eat yogurt. And I eat yogurt for a week, go back the next week. And I'm like, hey, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling any better. I'm actually feeling worse. And he goes, no, you have to continue to eat yogurt. And I was like, oh, okay, that's it. Just eat the yogurt. And I was like, man, that's that's cool. That's easy enough. And I'll, I eat the yogurt. 
continue to eat the yogurt. And, uh, and I was like, well, maybe I'm eating the wrong yogurt. So let me go to Trader Joe's and try every yogurt there. Let me go to Whole Foods, try every yogurt there. Let me go to every supermarket chain and try every yogurt. And there were some had no effect. Some would make me feel a tiny bit better for a day or so. But then I was back to not feeling well. And then after six months, the stuff it really started to deteriorate. And I got to the point where I felt that my gut was being ripped apart. I was in a fetal position. I couldn't sleep. Oh. And I was in, in I was in pain. Were you were you feverish as well? No fever. No fever. Okay. Fever. And I went to see my regular doctor. And uh, the regular doctor is like, oh, okay. Uh, well, let's start by doing, you know, colonoscopy, endoscopy, and all these things, right? And me having a fear of something going down my, <laughs> my throat. <laughs> yeah. I was in, I tried, I put that off for as long as possible. And, and it just, I didn't want to do that. I did the, the colonoscopy, uh, which they found nothing. And they're like, and I was like, you got to be kidding me as you know, so they were, it's C diff, it's this, it's that it's, you got to try this diet. You got to try that diet. You got to try. So you just, sorry, you just mentioned C diff. So that's not uncommon after being on antibiotics to get an overgrowth of, of C difficile. And did they do stool cultures as well? Many. And the C diff was always negative. Negative. Right. And you, you were never positive for anything. Yet your symptoms were still persisting, and uh, okay, keep going. <laughs> Jeff, I got to the point where a year and a half into this, I just did not want to leave my house. I was so, lack of a better term, disgusted, and at at the my wits end, I was at. I felt like I was at the end of my rope. Um, I was in a dark place because it's something that you just, it is, you know, it's just not. That's not normal. You're not living your, 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 your normal life. You're not supporting your family. Uh, you're not, you know, be, being able to be a good partner. You're not being able to, you know, just help anybody because you're trying to, get through life yourself. I get it. I completely get it. And, and, it. and it's bile. It's dirty. It's all that, you know, and I'm uh, and and my wife, I can remember my Mary saying, hey, let's just go to this Fourth of July picnic. And she was like, you don't have to eat it, you know, just eat a, a burger, a plain burger. And I'm like, I can't even eat just a plain. I can't have plain white rice. The plain white rice would make me run to the bathroom 10 times. And it's just like, I, I, and I was like, there has to be something out there. There has to be something. And I tried diets. I tried, I just, I tried every single thing that humanly possible. And I was so. Well, I'm sorry. What, what did your family doctor say about this? I mean, after that, you went through all these tests, I don't know if you ended up having the gastroscopy or not, but I mean, it sounds like your problems were lower down anyways. Um, what was your family doctor saying in terms of how can I help you? He said, he said, you're suffering from some type of IBS type, I, you know, and I'm like, 
yeah, <laughs> no kidding. I eat something and I just, it doesn't, I can't, you know, and they were trying to, to pinpoint it to what exactly or what it was. And I, you know, and, and everybody's like, try this probiotic, $60 bottle, try this probiotic. It's this, try that, try kombucha, try kimchi, try, try, I tried, I tried everything. Drink fiber. Fiber, uh, do, you know, sleep on one side, don't do this, don't, you know, uh, it, 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 just eat toast. You're got, you're, you're on the wrong, you have to go on the Mediterranean diet. You have to do this. Yeah. It was just endless, endless. And, you know, I'm a guy that loves food. I live here in the New York metropolitan area. And you can imagine how many great little places are here. And, you know, and I was just, to, I was at the point really where I couldn't eat anything. And, and I thought it was milk. I thought it was lactose intolerant. I thought it was just so many things that, I, we just couldn't figure it out. And that's when Mary started to look into um, probiotics. And she started to, you know, just didn't tell me, hey, I'm going to, she started to do the research herself. Right. And she did it and to try to help me. And, um, and then when we, we had a meeting with this, com this company um, that makes this particular strain called BC30 bacillus coagulum something um I thought it was just a marketing thing and they wanted us to just you know buy their product and I was like yeah sure and they're like no our, our ours is the best and I'm like yeah okay right I've tried it I've tried this one that one 50 billion CFUs take a hundred you know gazillion cfus and nothing was working so i thought they were just selling me you know a bill of goods that they just wanted the product and lo and behold mary so i so i so i knew that the bars that i had already created and made that were out in the market i knew that they were good for him they were it was oats honey nuts seeds like i i knew that it was healthy there wasn't anything in there that was would really affect his gut health because I made it for my daughter Lola who has allergies also to soy and some different things. So I took all of the bad ingredients out of an energy bar and and that's what I and I put good ingredients in. So it's it's mainly oat based. So I knew that my bar would be a great medium to carry the probiotic in because I had started doing research on gut health and IBS and what, you know, can lead people to develop those symptoms later in life. And so I worked with the manufacturer and they came back and they said, you're going to need, you know, at least a billion CFUs per bar. Um, and so they gave me samples and I started making it at home again, because we were already in production. So I started making it at home and he was my, um, he was my guinea pig. And, um, so it's like, oh yeah, you know, it tastes good. It, the change, the taste didn't change. It, it it tastes great. And I was like, okay. And then I made some with tapioca syrup, and he was like, oh, I actually like these better. And I was like, oh, okay. So he started to like eat, and he was eating probably like three a day. And by like the evening, he was like, you know, I actually feel a little bit better. I'm like, yeah, like how do you feel better? I, I this calmness came oh. for me. And I, I, I really, I, I just, it's, it's, 
it's so hard to even express because after a year and a half of enduring what I went through and, um, you know, my family and, and I just, it, I started to feel a calmness and I started to feel that in my gut, like, you know, yeah, that gut feeling, right? <laughs> I had a great gut feeling about this <laughs> and it, it, it was just, so after four days of eating the bar, because I was like, I was afraid to put anything in my body because I was running to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and never mind, you know, because I'm like, wait, you know, you have that thing. It's almost like a, it's a cat. If you, if you eat something, you don't want to eat anything because you don't want to feel bad. But in this case, you have to eat something to feel better, right? <laughs> so that's, that's a great, that's, a, that's an excellent way to say it. And I, I don't think a lot of people really appreciate that. Because they, what they will do is they will stop eating and and wait for it to get better. And that's exactly what I had done for such a yeah. long time. And I was like, and I, of course, I trust my wife. And I got that. And I was like, wait, you know what? This, this, I, I'm actually feel great after four days. And I was like, I had to share this with people. And is it just me, in particular? Like, is it my DNA? You know, um, because I obviously we we come from a culture that we eat seasonal foods. It's Mediterranean right. climate. It's you know all natural. It's it's you know you it's 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 great stuff, right? So like sort of like West Coast, like California, right? That type of uh, food and diet. And so I I just I did that and I and I and I said, wow, I have to really share this and I have to let you know people know that try to try and so you know, did, let me ask you did did your family doctor ever send you to a gastroenterologist to be yes oh so you were seen by gastroenterologists in, in the city uh and you had a like a workup with them as well and again they came back and said it was ibs yep did they did they call it post-infectious ibs is that the term they use post-infectious um, or just ibsd yeah it wasn't it was just ibs yeah. Yeah. Was. So there's a, a, a there's a different forms, right? There's IBSD, there's IBSC with constipation, there's IBS mixed, which is common combination of constipation and diarrhea, and then there's something called post-infectious IBS, which they find people after they've had a very bad uh, bowel infection, or uh, they've had food poisoning, which is a, which is a bad gut, or they've been on antibiotics and got C diff. Uh, or they're actually now seeing it also with people from with COVID. People uh, after COVID are ending up with IBS, and it, they're referring to that as post-infectious IBS yeah, as well. I, it wasn't post-infectious. It was definitely the letters. One of the. So it was diarrhea-predominant IBS. Okay. Did did um, did the gastroenterologist ever suggest probiotics to you? Yeah, that's why they, I was on probiotics. I tried. Okay. So that so the, the cup. There's only a few that have been actually. Um, Research for IBS. I, I was given a prescription. I, I, I took so many things. That <laughs> I, I was given a prescription of, of, of probiotics. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's quite expensive, but it's there's just so few that have been studied for IBS, and and they don't work in everybody. So it's such an interesting story. But I can tell you, my own personal experience is, and just like you were saying, is something changed. It was calmness. There wasn't the rumbling. There wasn't the urgency. There was something there. And a light bulb went off for me saying, 
something's going on with probiotics and IBS. And so you've hit on it yourself. And Mary, obviously, she's the, the, the scientist here. She figured it out. But I mean, there's a lot of research that's happening now in um, California at Cedar sinai Hospital by Dr. Mark Pimentel. Uh, and he has been looking at bacteria overgrowth in the small bowel. And that's called SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And he's been treating it uh, with antibiotics, which is uh, Zyfaxin, which is the only antibiotic that's prescribed for IBS. Were, were you ever given Zyfaxin for uh, your I, problem? I, I don't remember. Did anybody ever suggest another antibiotic to try and cure you? Um, our dentist did. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, see where that got you. Uh, I, I did that. I remember they put me on more antibiotics, and I was like, "Wait, isn't this what's like killing me?" Well, if, they, I, I presume they thought it was C. diff, and the only way to cure C. diff is by giving you another antibiotic. Um, but Zyfaxin is an antibiotic that's not absorbed by your body; it stays in your gut, and it actually will solve a lot of people's um, IBS uh, diarrhea, predominant IBS. But it doesn't last forever. You have to kind of repeat. And right. you can repeat it like two more times. But then, you know, what do you do after the first year? So, kind of thing? So that's what happened. So we had a follow-up call with the manufacturer. Um, Carry Group is who manufactures the, the, the probiotic and a, a lot of other things. They're a global company. Um, and to follow up what we found out and what we thought of the product. And I was like, hey. You know, this is, and they explained to, to us that what happens is that most probiotics that go into your, into your system, 95% um, of it is killed by the proteins in your stomach. So very little makes it to your gut. And so because our probiotic is spore forming and we it's shelf stable product, right? That is not, does not have to be refrigerated and then with the with the, with the Mary's proprietary blend of prebiotic fiber in in the bar that it has such a, a it, well, has, it, it nourishes the probiotic so that it right. has something to feed off of and I think that's what a lot of people miss yeah. especially people who are on high protein diets they're not getting enough bio, like they're taking you know their daily probiotic but it's not effective because they don't have the fiber or the complex carbohydrates that the probiotic needs to feed off of. And you, you do need a variety of different strains of probiotic. By no means would we ever say that, you know, the probiotic in our bar is the only one you should have. No. In fact, I think people should eat more fermented foods. Like we need to go back to a culture where we ate seasonally, where we ate fermented foods um, and to get our gut health the way that, that it should be, that it was meant to be maintained. Right, and so what happens is, is that, in, in, so I've, I've tried other different, so the, the prebiotic definitely is, is key. You can't take the prebiotic separate with the, and then take, it's, it's gotta be together, both prebiotic and probiotic. That blend is what really differentiates, I think, the bar, and I've, I've tried to, just help people because I'm taking, if, if, if I'm not balanced, right. And if I were to take a probiotic alone with no prebiotic, it would, it would do absolutely nothing. Um, and if I took just a prebiotic and no probiotic, 
it would do absolutely nothing. So both separate doesn't, it has to be together. It's like a, it's like a perfect cocktail, literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, like I, look, there's uh there's dietitians that are uh, very involved now in uh, treating IBS and they understand that. And so when they're working with a patient and, and the diet that is mostly prescribed for people with uh, IBS is the low FODMAP diet. It's not a permanent diet. It's really a diet to kind of figure out how much quantity can you have of high FODMAP foods? People misunderstand it and think it's a, a diet they stay, they're supposed to stay on forever. That's why you work with a dietitian who understands putting these prebiotic and the probiotics together. Now, to, to be honest, there's very little data on probiotics working for IBS. I think personally that there is some efficacy that's going to come as we continue the research. And you've certainly, you've, you've stumbled on, on this, which is, you know, incredible. But, uh, you know, here I am a male talking about my gut. It's not very often. And that's what intrigues me. Mary wrote to me and I said, what intrigues me is your husband. <laughs> and he's willing, is he willing to talk about his story? And it sounds like you are because you're saying the right thing that I want to share my success with other people because they can have a better quality of life. And so how, how did you feel first talking about it? I mean, how did you even feel talking to Mary about how you were she was watching what was going on. So he sometimes is an oversharer, definitely with me. And I'm like, I don't need all those details. Um, but he comes from a family where, you know, they talk about that stuff. And I remember growing up, my mom and her friends would talk about, hey, did you take your tea today? Do you need to take tea today? It was called smooth move tea. Okay. And so we both come from families who... Um, not necessarily gut health issues, but they, they don't mind sharing that they haven't gone to the bathroom in a couple of days. Right. Um, so he, he doesn't mind sharing within our family, but you know, when he was going to trade shows, he was like, um, I'm going to be there like 10 hours. Like, do I have like three pairs of like change of clothes? Like, because I can't like, this is embarrassing and i don't think you shared that with anybody i, I didn't like you, you would no, go to lunch and I, what would, yeah. you, would you eat or just say oh i ate already yeah i i would be like oh i'm not i'm I, yeah I'm, I'm not hungry or you know i'm good thanks i i didn't it wasn't something that i wanted to put out there with anyone i mean yeah i, I when 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 i first started to do this it you know i i didn't tell my wife like hey i i went to the bathroom six times today uh, you know, I didn't, I wasn't sharing that. And I then, and the then she said, to, you. I'm like, why yeah. are you going to the bathroom again? Like, that's not, that's not normal. It's yeah. way more than what you usually do. It's pretty bad. And, and, and it just, and, and me just, I, I really felt more, not, you know, I felt ashamed and disgusted, you know, cause I, I was like, this is just not, but I had to tell my wife and I was like, I, I, I got, you know, so that everyone became very concerned. And they, everyone wanted to help and everyone, it was all hands on deck to try to find the cure but, and to try but, to find some. But I think you also shared it too, because um, my father died of like cancer. And so in our family history, you know, there's some cancer. So I was like, we need to find out from your family, like, does anybody else suffer from this? is this a hereditary disease? Did someone in your family die? Like we didn't realize it was like IBS or IBSD. And then everybody, you know, nobody really talks about IBS. Oh, they have IBS, you know, and, and they make a joke of it. 
but it's serious for the 70 million people who deal with this every day. It, it's not just, I can't eat certain foods. It's, it's like a, it's, so it's I, more than an allergy. Right. And I think that's what most people don't realize. But I have a story. <laughs> okay. I have lots of stories. Uh, <laughs> everyone asks me, when's the book coming out? Uh, <laughs> so I was at Wellesley University, College, yeah. University all girls. <laughs> and boy, we just overshared. And it was just like, oh my, it was, uh, it was a party. I felt like they were like, I give me some, I need some of this and I have this and I, and, and, and it was just, we were, it was, you know, I felt like one of the girls, right? Because we were talking about <laughs> the bloating and this and that, and and it felt comfortable, I guess, because I was at an all-girls college and we're, you know, openly talking about bloating and gut health issues and all that stuff, and it, it just, it was such a great time. I <laughs> and 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 we got a lot of a lot a lot of positive feedback. It was, and then that's what's opened it up even more now when I go to college campuses is I, you know, I immediately tell folks, hey, we take the BS out of IBS. And they're like, what? I need that. And it's so, I'm like, <laughs> and so I, I, right after the event, I call up Mary and I'm like, you got, you got, you have to come with me to see this because it is so incredible. And then the testimonials from people, thank you, you saved me, I, you, whatever. And it's like, and so I'm like, what, really? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm always like second guessing because I don't, you know, it's like, but. Because we know that it it helped him. We yeah. know that it helped my cousin who had a hysterectomy and she was having some gut health issues. And then um, we have some um, cancer patients who use our bars because it's the only thing that they can keep down. So there's like a lot of different people and, but when we see a larger group of people who are like, wow, no, this bar is great. You know, mm -hmm. this helps me. We're always like, so awe inspired that, that we're starting, you know, that we're making a difference in people's lives. Oh, absolutely. And look, people with IBS are on the lookout for a treatment that's going to work for them. The, I mean, IBS used to be a diagnosis of exclusion. So you exclude all the bad stuff and you end up with IBS. It's not like that anymore. Yet the treatments that are available don't work for everybody. Everybody has IBS a little bit different, uh, similar to like Crohn's disease and, and ulcerative colitis, which is different than IBS. They, they are also a little bit different. Each of them presents slightly different and you don't know how they're going to respond. So a treatment like yours is in one sense is so benign. It's not going to make things necessarily worse. But it's worth a try, right? Yep. And yep. and and you've and the benefit that you've seen is you know remarkable for you. So I mean, how are you now? How do you feel? So now I I I really feel uh, that I've gotten a a new outlook on life um, because I, I I've gotten my life back and I do feel you know as long as I keep balance keep that balance in my life. And as soon as I start to feel something that not, you know, feeling right, a little off or in my, in my gut, I make sure that I, that I, that I have a bar to keep balance. And so that is what really helps me. Uh, and it gives me the, the, 
the uh, confidence to go oh. about my life. Well, I think actually, I think on your left-hand side is your confidence uh, right there. I mean, I can just see the relationship that both of you have. And I can tell you that so many people who suffer with IBS don't have such a supportive uh, spouse or partner, and they don't have anyone to turn to. I think the fact that you were able to be open and sharing it with your family and your extended family, and especially your spouse, who understands it and gets it, who wants to help you, that is such a winning combination that so many people don't have. It be, Mary, before you joined, Ernie and I were talking about the fact, I think we both appreciate Ernie and I, that uh, our better half is really our better half. and and. They are interested in keeping us well and 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 being supportive. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that. Uh, so kudos to both of you that not only have you gone, you went through hell for, you know, months and months and months, you had a supportive wife, but also you've run an organization and built up an organization together, which is, and you're still, it seems like you're both very close. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, you're, you're, you're both in the same room. Sometimes uh, I've seen, you know, individuals who are running a business, they don't even want to be on camera at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So you've done a, you know, that's done a wonderful job. I mean, I'm, I'm so impressed by your story and how you've helped and how you want to get out there and tell your story. Well, uh, I, so a couple, a couple, uh, last week or a week before, I was somewhere at, I wanted, at a health food supermarket all organic product and um you know we we had done something where we were doing a, a a what we call a gut rebalance so you know they would get three bars seven bars whatever and um i was there kind of like meet the founder right night and with and this gentleman you know older gentleman um comes up and he leans into the table and he goes i poop my pants and i'm like uh, I know, I know. And we fist pump each other. And I go, I, I did that all the time. And he goes, and he says, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He thanked me like 10 times for this. And I was like, you got it. You got it, man. Just, you know, I, I said, you're, 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 you're okay. You're going to be fine now. You know? Yeah. Um, it's, that's a, a super important story because it was another man talking to you and they felt comfortable. You know, when I've I've never been seen as an influencer, one who talks about product. I talk about uh, disease. I talk about evidence uh, based medicine and I talk about myself as an advocate more so than talking about product. And I, I want to give you an opportunity to tell the people, can you talk a little bit about, you know, where where your product is available uh, how can people get access to it? Um, and how can they speak to, uh, is there any type of community out there that that talks about your product that they can talk to them as well so they can get more information about it? So go ahead, either one of you, please. So for certain, I mean, we're the easiest way to get, I guess, any product these days is Amazon. <laughs> okay. It magically shows up at your door at Sunday <laughs> on eight o'clock at night. So <laughs> that's I love that. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, and then um, we are we are in the uh, uh, with our team. We are, we are launching into many different channels across the U.S. right now. So in convenience, in grocery, in different uh, uh, different 
stores. I don't know e where each one is, but like, you know, I know that uh, Meyer in the Midwest will have uh, our bars, the, uh, uh, the Express, Meyer Express. Um, there's different, uh, Ron Cal Polytech. yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's different chains that, that have it. Um, it, it's available through food service. It's available, but the easiest way to get it, I would say is either through our website, yeah. s.com or Amazon searching Lola snacks, um, or probiotic energy bars. And you'll see that come up. Um, we're, we're, we're concentrated heavily in the Northeast because that's where we are. Right. We're slowly getting out to other markets. Um, so you can go to our website and it'll give you a list of the locations that we're in. Perfect. And then um, we're on social media. So if anybody wants to direct message us, um, happy to you know start that line of communication. Um, you can email us at hello at lolasnacks.com. Um, and then we are starting to do what we call like road shows, um, where we're, we're showing up to demo inside of stores and really kind of talk about gut health and how we can help others, um, through our bar. And like we said, like our bar is a stepping stone to, to try to help you rebalance your gut. We know that our probiotic has a 95% efficacy rate. That means it's getting to your gut where you need it to start rebalancing and overpowering the um, bad bacteria that's in your gut. That's, you know, that's what we promote. Um, we are not telling you that it is the only probiotic you should ever eat or the only food you should ever eat. Just, you know, he ate three a day and it was, it, it rapidly helped get his gut back in balance to feel better. Yeah. And then to maintain, you know, when he travels, He'll eat a bar a day. And and I and I'm actually I, I you know I love hot sauce, so <laughs> I've actually reintroduced that into my diet, which was something that I missed for such a long time, because that was the first thing that went out the window, and I was like, wait, I I I got I got I got <laughs> to eat some hot sauce. I love hot food, you know, and 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 I've reintroduced that, and I've reintroduced a lot of things that I wasn't able to eat. And to give people that peace of mind, I mean, we all should really watch what we're eating these days, right? And watch the, the certain things. But, you know, sometimes you want to eat a Krispy Kreme or eat a, you know, <laughs> you know, something nice, fried and delicious uh, and not have to worry about what happens afterwards. And that's what it's kind of cool that I get I get to do that again. And, you know, and. Uh, yeah, well, you you know, you're traveling. You probably were terrified of traveling when you were uh, really ill and not able to leave the house. Uh, and now it sounds like you're back to your life and you're participating uh, in the business as if you would normally. It sounds like you do. You you're you're listening to your body a little bit more carefully now as to when you're you're not sure what's throwing you off, but you are doing that. Have you ever been on? antibiotics for anything else since the dental work? So I, uh, I have uh, um, like a fatty cyst in my, uh, in my elbow that is, uh, you know, grew a little bit and I'm having it removed. And the, the, the doctor was like, we're going to have to put you on antibiotic. And right away I was like, oh, uh, and they were like, uh, 
are you allergic to antibiotic? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm actually, I'm, I'm fine. I, you can give me, and because I knew that now I have something to use and something that will get me through this. Um, because that, that the antibiotic they give you is that, that intravenous antibiotic. And I am not, I, 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 for a quick minute, I got super scared. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm, I, 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 you know. But you have been on oral antibiotics. Yeah. In between when you had started your dental work. Yes. To now. Yeah. You have been on it. Yeah. Yeah. And how did that make you, like, what happened during that? What did you you do? I, what did, well, the first thing I did was I made sure that I ate, you know, doubled up on the bars, uh, basically, and just had, the good bacteria in it to offset the 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 what killing my gut my flora my biome my microbiome and um it 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 makes a difference and i didn't think it would but it actually did um it, it just you jeff knowing right you've gone through the whole but someone that has a healthy gut does not like that fear that. That fear that sets in is so real. And it's like, I don't want to go back to you that. You don't want to go, nope. exactly. You don't want to go back to that yeah. life. So I'm really excited about, you know, what you've done and where you've come. Is there anything else that you want to share that we haven't spoken about? Because we really, this has been a wonderful conversation. It's been such a delight to meet you both. I, I love your relationship. Uh, and I love that Mary can finish your sentences just like my wife does. <laughs> That's a relationship. And I'm okay with that. And I know you're okay with that too. Yeah, I am. It's honestly has been just an absolute delight uh, to spend time with you. I hope that you've been able to tell your whole story. We would like we we would like to go into a clinical trial because I really do think that I've hit on something that can make people, a difference, yeah. That can make a difference in someone's lives. Not everybody's life. I wish that I had the know-how to do that for sure. But I think people who were sh- who are struggling with what something like that he has um, and even very mild like gut issues, you know, I, I think that we have something that can help them and it's not a placebo effect. And I would love to see that because from the people that I give it out to and that I'm that, and I follow them and I check in on them to see, you know, have the symptoms reduced and I do my own you know, little study, you know, I see great things, but I would love to give it to a, you know, you know, like a double blind study to see if, you know, we're actually, if we're truly making a difference because I want to help people. The past 10 years, the amount of information that's come out about IBS, I mean, it's incredible. Oh, it's, it was not like this. I have to tell you, it's uh, really moving along and changing, but yet, Mary, you said it. A lot of people just go, it's just IBS. You know, it's just an upset stomach. You'll yeah. get over it. Yeah, they don't They don't know. They don't have a clue. They what have you no, no idea. No. And but there's a lot of famous people bringing it to the forefront as well. Uh, you know, these people that are on social medias and that have millions and billions of followers and things like that, and which is really good because, you know, it could bring – it could – you know, hopefully it brings more awareness. I've taken a lot of your time and I'm very, very appreciative. I, I really hope that I get to meet you in person. 
Yes. Uh, because you're two people that I would love to meet. You're just, your energy is so wonderful. Thank you Thank so you. much. I will let you go. Thank you so much. All Thank right, you. take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.